my question today is, what is going on with pickleball? Have you been seeing this, Tanner? Pickle- it is everywhere. Pickleball. Um, it has absolutely exploded in popularity. So I saw there was like a three-day pickleball tournament at Finley Community Park this weekend. And the mission of the tournament was to convince decision makers that a large permanent complex for pickleball is necessary for the city of Santa Rosa. I am all for it. <laughs> I love it. So I've never played pickleball. Have you played pickleball? Yeah, we actually had a pickleball tournament in my junior year PE class. And it really? was between all of the classes and I won that pickleball tournament. So is it like a hybrid of tennis and table tennis? Like, what do you use? You use right a, on the money. So you yep. use a paddle and a, like a little green ball. What is the green ball like? The green ball, if I remember correctly, it's basically a wiffle ball. Okay, has holes yeah. in it. Uh, um, yeah. And it's a ton of fun. It's honestly tennis for people that are out of shape, and I am all for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to be in shape to play pickleball because the court's so small. What makes it so fun? Like, why is everyone into it right now? I think it's fun because when I tried to play tennis... It's very hard to maneuver the racket, and it takes a long time to perfect that art. Pickleball, anybody could play, anytime. Well, I saw that like Tom Brady is buying a professional pickleball team. You said that Stephen Colbert is doing something with pickleball. Yeah. What, was, what was he doing again? Uh, he's actually launching a show called Pickled. <laughs> so people, uh, a pickle pickleball might be the most popular sport in America right, right now. Right now, yeah. <laughs> Marin Morris was on the cover of Pickleball Magazine. What? It, I, I swear, it's everywhere. And you know, I think that even in the hotel my fiance works in, they're trying to they're going to try to build. A pickleball court. I think that's awesome. What, what is going on? Amber, do we have to form a pickleball team and take on Sonoma County? I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Weird question this morning. How thoroughly do you wash your produce? I'm talking like your veggies, your fruits, things like that. I was making dinner the other night. And I started washing the produce. I had some broccoli. I had some potatoes. You know, you're supposed to. You're supposed to wash it, right? You're supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) Keyword supposed. Well, I was like really scrubbing the potatoes under the water. And then I took, you know, a towel and I was drying them off. Because potatoes grow in the dirt. They're literally dirty. Yeah. And when you grab them out of the bag, you get dirt on your hands, too. Well, Cole was making fun of me. He's like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to scrub them. And I was like, do you not wash your produce? He's like, never. And I was like, that's why you're getting sick all the time. <laughs> Next time he complains about a stomach ache or whatever, it's because you don't wash your produce. What do you mean? I've been eating the nasty produce that you are not washing. Amber, can I be honest? You don't wash them either? I don't wash it either. I'm not surprised by that in the least bit. Honestly, you know, I wish I was a person. I'm not like anti-washing your produce. I feel like that would be a very strange stance to have, but I'm really bad about it. The only produce that I do wash is potatoes because it literally has dirt on it. Yeah, I I guess he was making fun of me for how thoroughly I was doing it. He said I was like drying off every piece of broccoli florette. <laughs> Look, (laughs) I could totally see you doing that. 2023 is all about health, baby. I don't want any of that nasty stuff in my body. Hey, I respect Uh, that. You know know what? You're right. It is a new year. Maybe I'll start (laughs) washing my produce. It could be a goal for the rest (laughs) of the country to start washing your fruits and veggies. (laughs)
I don't know. It goes back and forth whether you're supposed to wash them or not. But uh, we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. How thoroughly do you wash your produce? What do you do to it? Ruth from Katati said, just gently rub your produce while holding under plain running water. Cold water should do the trick. It ain't enough. It ain't enough, Ruth. Jerry from Georgia said, We scrub our fruits and vegetables, then dry with a clean paper towel. Yolanda from Petaluma said, I go as far as a vinegar soak. Whoa. Put your veggies in vinegar and water for 20 minutes. Vinegar removes residues and pesticides from fruits and vegetables. Oh, that's what I'm doing next. It'll really bother Cole. That sounds like a lot <laughs> like, of vinegar, what do you know? time and effort. I mean, vinegar? My goodness. I, I care. Okay, I care. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. What's a silly thing that you or someone you know has captured on their phone camera or a home security camera? So for the holidays, I was gifted a double pack of a home security camera system. And Amber, honestly, I still don't know how I feel about it. I feel a little weird about having cameras inside the home. Outside the home, I understand, but inside the home, I kind of feel like it's an invasion of privacy. As long as all parties know that they're being watched or recorded, yeah. it might be okay. And, you know, I have one just to check on my dog throughout the day. Yeah. And so I kind of did that for the cats at home. And so I put one in my bedroom. And the first time I go to look at my bedroom from this camera, Amber, I was actually with you. And <laughs> I go, let's see who's on the bed right now. I pull up my phone, the screen pops up, and I go, is that my cat and its butt is right on my pillow? That's why I keep getting pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw you were a chronic pink eye getter. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten pink eye like at least six times since I moved to Sonoma County, and now I know why. Well, then we tried to yell at her through the camera, and, and she wouldn't get off. <laughs> and she looked directly at the camera, and she didn't budge. No. So yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, I think I'm going to have to... You recommended that maybe I put a towel over the pillow or maybe put the pillow somewhere else during the day. I think that's all I can do, right? You could try. <laughs> I feel like this cat's going to try to find that pillow because maybe it has, it's kind of sweet if you think about it. It has your scent on it. Maybe yeah. it's a little warm. They miss you. So they just want to be close to you. But at the same time, it's danger to your health. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Pretty gross. Uh, uh, Amber, have you ever seen anything silly or wild on your home security system? Yeah, I was over at your house once when I caught Remy destroying a magazine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do you remember? I was like, I'm just going to check on Remy real quick. Hope you guys don't mind. And I was like, oh, Remington. And I think you tried to yell at him over the camera too, right? Yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> Remy, Remy. Yes, oh, I don't please care. stop. You're not here. I'm enjoying this edition of People Magazine. <laughs> uh, Haley from Petaluma, what did you see? I saw my neighbor's mower get stolen on her ring doorbell. Oh my it was gosh. some random guy came up in middle of the day and the other neighbor was talking to him and you could hear him talking and he told the other neighbor on the other side of her that yeah she gave him permission to borrow the lawnmower and all this stuff and the neighbor was like oh, okay have a good day nice to meet you and he just walked off with amber and tanner good morning today's country froggy 92.9 what were the best and worst trends of the 90s. I've been breaking up was easy in the 90s. I'm tired of getting drunk. Asking because I was talking to a friend this past week and I asked her, you know, what did you get your teenage daughter for Christmas this year? And she said, 
Um, do you remember those Miss Me jeans? Well, those are back apparently, and I had to buy my daughter a pair. Those are back? Okay, so I, I sent you a picture, Tanner. They're those bedazzled, dark wash, but also bleach jeans, and they're really expensive. I genuinely cannot believe that these are back. Yeah. Wow. She said they're back. And I've seen a lot of trends from the 90s and early 2000s come back. I just never expected this one to come back. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, no, why don't they learn from our mistakes? <laughs> just tell her they were those jeans were a mistake. Yeah. Every girl in my grade had a pair, and I just I hated them with a passion. Yeah. It was kind of like, uh, you know, I mean, no disrespect to anybody that wears these jeans, but remember when true religion jeans were in fashion, too? Yeah, they're very similar, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I know that this is normal for trends. There's a cycle and they always come back. I just I'm really shocked by some of the particular trends from the 90s that yeah. are coming back. So uh, are you seeing anything like this, Tanner? I mean, maybe they're good trends that are coming back, but are there bad ones, too? I'm going to stick on the negative train here. And Amber, I <laughs> know you own at least one of these. I hate fanny packs. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't understand why anybody wants to wear a fanny pack. It looks incredibly uncomfortable, and it just looks silly. Like wearing it as a fanny pack or like how people are doing it around the shoulders now? Both. Okay, really? I had to wear the over-the-shoulder one when I went to Disneyland last month, and uh, I hated it the entire time, but... My girlfriend had to have me carry all of her things, and I just think they're unnecessary. <laughs> I was about to say, I thought you had one. It was like yellow or something. Yep. And you wore it in Hawaii? Yeah, not mine. Uh, that's because I'm on purse duty <laughs> <laughs> when I have to wear that stupid thing, and I hate being on purse duty. I got a couple fanny packs, because sometimes that's all you can take into like music festivals and things like that. Maybe I'm just being an unnecessary hater. No. No, if you don't like it, it's your opinion. Yeah. It's okay to not like stuff. Fanny packs we're not, be gone. We're not being judgmental. We just don't personally like it, yeah. right? So fanny packs be gone. Fine. <laughs> We've got Chris from Petaloom on the phone. Uh, Chris, what were the best or maybe worst trends from the 90s? You know, I don't really remember anything being bad about the 90s. I graduated high school. Things were awesome. Yeah. Um, I would have to say probably, though, some of the some of the styles were bad. I know that there was um, those things used to snap over your wrist, like those um, uh, they're like these bracelets used to snap. Everybody had those snap bracelets. We tight rolled our pants. That was a pretty weird fashion. <laughs> and I see there's even a few people trying to bring it back. Yeah. Um, television was awesome. I have to admit, yeah. television in prime time was better than it is now. It's gonna be a good with Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's time for the ride share Price is Right. I recently had the most expensive Uber ride of my life, and I looked at the receipt this morning before the show. It was $164 to go back and forth from an airport in Seattle. That's a lot of money. I don't know if it's worth it. Maybe you should have just walked. I mean, honestly, it would have taken four hours and 17-degree weather. might have been worth it. it. I don't know. Depends well, on how broke you are. <laughs> I, w I was pretty broke and still am. Uh, sometimes the Bay Area, believe it or not, can be just as expensive. So right now we're going to test Amber and see if she can guess how expensive ride-sharing is. So, Amber, I'm going to give you a point A and a point B in the Bay Area, and you got to guess how much you'd pay. And okay. if you get it correct if you get it within a $10 range. Okay, I was going to ask. Do I have to get it exact? <laughs> Because I don't know if I could do that. By the cent. 0.86 cents. <laughs> All right. As long as you're within 10 bucks, that is correct. All right. 
Here is number one from Buffalo Wild Wings in Petaluma to 4th Street in Santa Rosa on a Monday at 5 p.m. Ooh. Hmm. 30 bucks. That is correct. To be exact, $36.07. $36. Oh, that's pretty expensive. Right? That's that's pretty far. I I think it was the 5 o'clock is why it's expensive, kind of during rush hour, you know? Maybe. Again, we're playing rideshare prices right on Amber and Tanner in the morning. Here we go. Here's the situation. Let's say you had a day of wine tasting at Ledson in Kenwood, and you needed to go home in Rudert Park on a Sunday afternoon. That's probably not too bad, but that is pretty far. Ugh. Um, Maybe like 16 bucks or something. You're going to be shocked at this. How much? $43.52. I'm dead serious. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. All right, here's the next situation. It's Friday night at 1130, and you just went to a Warriors game at the Chase Center, and you need a ride to Windsor. Wow. Chase Center to Windsor. That's got to be like $110. Ooh. Your mind was in the right place, but $155. Wow. Wow is correct. I uh, got one more for you, Amber. We're playing the rideshare prices right. You live in the JC District in Santa Rosa, and you have a flight to the Sonoma County Airport at 2 o'clock on a Wednesday. 2 p.m.? Yep. I don't know why it would be 2 a.m. I don't I don't know. <laughs> hey, you never know. Um, 10 bucks. That is incorrect. I was looking for $24.30. Whoa. <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Where do you go to escape the world for a minute? So Shania Twain was on Stephen Colbert's The Late Show, and here's what she said. I love being isolated. I love to write music. So I like to be alone. I lock myself in the bathroom often to get that, you know, alone time space. Closets are great. I need to be alone. I really do. I'm guessing, Shania Twain, you have a better closet than I I do. I probably And I get it. Sometimes you just need a minute to yourself. And my friends Micah and Grace are brand new parents, and they take turns hiding in the bathroom as well when they're stressed from the life of parenting. The bathroom. I like how Shania said closets are great. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure the acoustics are good in closets, so if she needs to sing a little tune, she's good. She probably has it sound paneled and all nice, and she probably has a microphone in there, too. I mean, do you also hang out in the bathroom to hide from Cammie and your cats or something? Uh... No, but what I do do is I... Doo-doo! You said doo-doo! <laughs> I'm so mature. Uh, so mature. <laughs> Sometimes I go and drives in my car at night. It's really nice. I just go in there and I drive and circles and it kind of lets my brain just take it easy for a bit. Yeah. I Yeah, my dad used to put me in the car and ride me around uh, when I was a kid so I'd go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody want to be my driver and put me in a car seat? You know, Cammie could do that. You're just yeah. like, don't talk. Don't say anything. <laughs> uh, there's no way she couldn't talk. <laughs> she would talk. Uh, Amber, what do you do uh, to escape the world when you need a minute? I go I, I go on walks. Yeah. Like, you know, with my headphones on, the noise canceling, and I'm just really enthralled into whatever I'm listening to. And I, I could get hit by a car and I wouldn't know. <laughs> 
Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. So yesterday on the show, we were chatting about how, you know, future wedding guests were calling us up and, you know, asking about hotel recommendations. Like, hey, have you guys done a room block? Or can we stay at your apartment? It also, Cole got on to me yesterday. He was like, I was listening. You were calling my friends and family out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, this is the truth. This I, is what's I, happening. I mean, I, I think you had a very valid point. You don't want a bunch of people at your, you know, apartment on your wedding day. You don't want to wake up and you're like, ah, oh, the most special day of my life. Oh, look, that guy's sleeping on an air mattress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't want your friend Steven, like, you know making coffee like in the kitchen in our yeah. tiny room apartment when I'm trying to like get ready for my wedding. I'm, <laughs> I don't think he even has a friend named Steven. But you know, this is just an example of why it's just not going to work. Right. Uh, so I did get this message uh, from Sarah from Santa Rosa yesterday. She's also a Georgia transplant. She moved here from Atlanta. Um, so she kind of is the guinea pig for my wedding. She knows exactly what's going to happen and what I have to deal with. So she sent this message I went online and looked for the address for two or three hotels closest to my wedding venue. And she got married at Vintner's Inn in Santa Rosa. And she said, uh, I put those on my wedding website as recommendations uh, for locations. She said, no blocks. Definitely, you're not covering anybody's hotel room for them. Yeah, because that's a lot of money. You got a whole wedding to pay for. So I think your, you know, your cost should go towards the wedding, not hotel rooms for people. Yeah. And, you know, I said this yesterday. I get that it's going to be an expensive trip for people to come out here, but... Sorry. <laughs> you know, so I, she sent me her wedding uh, address for what she used, and, yeah. I, and I copied it. I, I saw like where she put the hotel recommendations. So I spent all night last night putting in hotel recommendations That's for awesome. people. And I was like, okay, this is fine, right? This works. Yeah. But I did get this message from Patsy from Petaluma. She said, it's pretty customary to work with a local hotel to arrange a discount for your guest. That's nice. That's nice. So I guess I have to do that? Yeah, I would totally go for that. And that would help you narrow down which hotel you want to go for. Uh, so you can save guests money. I think that's awesome. I mean, I didn't realize this was customary. Uh, you know, my friend Sydney, I told you she didn't do this. So like, no. what should I look into? Like, what should I, what hotel should I add to these recommendations or call about room blocks and things like that? You're getting married at Flying Cloud in Petaluma. So I was looking at hotels in Petaluma. Okay. And there's this one I've wanted to stay at just for fun. It's the Sheraton Sonoma Wine Country Hotel okay. in Petaluma. And I put a little link in our share drive. And I'd love to know what you think. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's like on the water yeah. or something? It's on the river that goes through Petaluma. The river. Yep. There we go. Yeah, the Petaluma River. Oh, okay. It looks awesome. Yeah, they got... Oh, oh, there's a bar and a lounge, a sauna. There's like a little terrace. Has everything oh, you need. Okay, good idea, Tanner. Thanks. I don't know if they have discounts or anything, but that's my recommendation <laughs> from me to you. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Ron. Ron has a brother named Chris that's staying with him for free. Well, Chris set Ron up, and we're going to prank him today on The Neighbor Dispute. Hello? Hi, is this Ron? This is Ron. Who is this? 
Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. We're located in Runner Park, and I'm representing your brother Chris today. What has Chris gotten himself into? Uh, Chris hasn't gotten himself into any sort of situation, but I do understand he is staying with you and your family at this time. Uh, yes, he is. He's been staying with us for a little bit. And how much are you charging him to stay at your residence? Charging him? I, I'm not charging him anything. He He's my brother. He lived there for free. Here's what I got for you, my friend. Uh, Chris is not happy in your home. He says that you and your family are bad roommates. I have a report from your brother right here that says that your family leaves messes, they don't tidy up his room, and your brother Chris is sick and tired of the lifestyle of your family. He needed, he couldn't afford a place. I gave him a place, and now he's complaining that we're not treating him like he's a guest at a hotel. Oh, I forgot a note here. It also said your kids are annoying. I'm, I can't argue with that, but I mean, he knew what he was getting into. What we need you to do, Ron, is we need to have you hire a maid service for your family or you're going to have to pay your brother Chris for his inconvenience. Excuse me? Why is he not responsible for cleaning up after himself? He's an adult. Well, he feels like since he's in your home, which he does appreciate, that you need to lend him more of a hand. Sound like it. Did you not hear me? He lives in my house for free. I don't know if you're familiar with like what mortgages cost, but like... He is getting a pretty good deal as it is. We're not asking any money of him. He gets to have dinner three or four nights a week when my wife or I make it. It's not like he's left out and he's contacted a lawyer over this? It sounds like you're unthankful for his presence. Unthankful? Well, I'm definitely questioning his presence now. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Did Chris put you up today? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What's something you've never tried and you never will? So my brother offered me a free vacation. I said, there's no way I'm doing that. And I'm pretty open to all new experiences. But I shut down my brother's idea because he recommended that I go to a place called Moaning Caverns Adventure Park, and it's by Yosemite, and it's a haunted cave. That sounds awesome. I'm going to go. You're into that? Yeah, tell your brother I'll go with him. Okay, I'll give you his phone number. Is this for his bachelor party? No, it's not. I want to go. Yeah, he and his fiance are going, and maybe I'll uh, give you his phone number so you and Cole can go, because there is no way I'm doing that. Absolutely no way. Why? What? I mean, I know you're scared of spooky stuff. Yeah. But it sounds like it's going to be fun. No. I mean, why? I don't. Well, you're right. I do not do spooky stuff at all. <laughs> but also some of the parts of the cave, apparently you got to squeeze through and you got to crawl. And, you know, I'm a little bit of a bigger guy, so I just don't think that'll fly with me. Are you claustrophobic or something? I do not like being in tight spaces <laughs> at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Moaning Caverns Adventure Park. I'm sure it sounds fun for some people, but no way, Jose. I'm going to look this up. I'm, I want to go. Y- you should. I don't know if, if my hips could squeeze through these tiny little <laughs> areas, but I could try. That's what I'm saying. My muffin tops uh, wouldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up and see. What, um, maybe they haven't measured. Yeah. And I can put a tape measure around it's my hips. It's like when you go sure. to a muse park that says, <laughs> you must be this tall to ride this ride. <laughs> Outside of this cave, it says, you must be this thin to go yeah. in this cave. Uh, Amber, what's something you've never tried and you you never will? You know, I've been thinking of this all morning, and I can't 
think of anything. Yeah. I mean, Cole wanted to go skydiving when we were going to go on vacation, and I was I was down. Um, I'd go spelunking. I mean, I wish that there's something I, I won't try. Can you think of anything I've ever said? Uh, that I wouldn't try? You know what? I can't. And honestly, Amber, I think that's a really good character trait of yours that you are open to any experiences. I, I don't think so. No? It puts me in danger, <laughs> I think. My parents always said that. They were like, you, you just would try anything yeah. and it terrified us. I think that's awesome. I think you're brave for that. Meanwhile, I'm scared to go in a cave with a tour. You know, I, I think that I, I feel the opposite way. I think that maybe you being hesitant and being worried... You know, there's there are things I won't do anything illegal. How about that? Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do fun stuff that's legal. <laughs> How about this? You'll never rob a bank. Okay, yeah. There <laughs> like we go. Getting some Instagram comments from our most recent story. You can check it out right now at Froggy Nine Two Nine. What's something you've never tried and never will? Brandy from Windsor says jumping off a cliff into a body of water. That's a ton of fun. <laughs> uh, Chris from Cloverdale said skydiving, even though Tim McGraw recommends it. <laughs> uh, Lexi from Santa Rosa said tobacco and or nicotine products. I refuse to even try it. Here we go. Isn't this a brand new day? Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Is there a song that you used to listen to maybe when you were a kid or even as an adult and you had no idea what it was about? I was in Trader Joe's in Santa Rosa on Cleveland Avenue on Monday and it was just minding my own business. And I heard a group of very young girls that were probably seven years old or younger singing this song right here. I was so <laughs> embarrassed. Yeah. Because I realized these children have no idea what this song is about. No. I barely knew what this song was about. I thought that they were talking about a mechanic at yeah. a body shop. <laughs> well, they're definitely I, talking about a mechanic, but not at that kind of body shop. <laughs> I, yeah. If you want to know what it's about, you should look it up because I'm not going to say it on the radio. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, it made me think about, I was like, okay, well, I was their age once. Definitely listened to some songs that I didn't really know what they were about. Yeah. They were about some suggestive things. So, Tanner, is is there a song like this for you? Definitely. I didn't really listen to the words to Shaggy's It Wasn't Me for a very, very long time. And honestly, I still love this song, but I sang this song at the top of my lungs yeah. all the time when I was a kid. Honey came in and she got me red. Thankfully, I found the radio edit of that. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll just I, end it quickly. I just remember. In case. <laughs> I remember that song too. Yeah, and I still love that song to this day. And my parents were totally cool, like yeah. with us listening to these strange songs. Do you think songs are better or worse today? Like regarding suggestive materials, and should kids listen to it? Should they not? I. I I don't know because I grew up listening to Third Eye Blind and this was a song I also screamed at the top of my lungs and had no idea what it was actually about. I just thought he was, you know, not happy with his life. I was just like, I totally get it. You know, I just, I want a different life. And then finally somebody was like, you know, that song's about drugs, right? Honestly, like, oh. Amber, I had no idea that that song was about that until today. <laughs> Is that bad? It's a pretty suggestive song. Yeah. And I don't know that 
I don't know that songs are any better to answer your question. Yeah. I, I, they, I mean, think about Cardi B's WAP. That's... <laughs> It's probably worse. If that would have came out like 20 years ago, there would have been mayhem. Yes. I mean, there still was today. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. It's a brand new day. Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. When was your smart device not so smart? So I went back to Washington State for the holidays, and my girlfriend's parents installed a brand new smart toilet. Wow. A smart toilet. I Have you ever one heard of, of one of those? I've seen them. Yeah. I kind of want one. I'm going to tell you why you should not <laughs> get a smart toilet, okay. Amber. And by the way, I love smart devices. I think they make our lives easier. By the way, you can listen to Froggy 92.9 on any smart speaker or on the app. So the toilet at my girlfriend's parents is controlled by a remote. And I don't know if the remote necessarily malfunctioned or if it was the toilet itself, but I walked in to brush my teeth and the toilet lid opened, which is normal for the smart toilet. Yeah. And I don't know what happened, but the bidet just started going off randomly, soaking the wall, the floor. It was like I was at, it was like I was at the Bellagio <laughs> fountain in Las Vegas. Like this thing was going everywhere. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> so Amber, I put That's my terrifying. hand on the toilet seat and attempted to stop it, but the seat has a dang wall. Warmer, so I burn my hand. It, no way it gets that warm. It gets pretty toasty. Uh, well, that's that's pretty dramatic. Yeah. How right. bad was the floor? Was anything damaged? Nothing was damaged. I was like, I need like six towels stat. That's extreme. <laughs> and I was running back and forth. But again, I'm not. I'm at my girlfriend's parents' house, so I don't want anyone to know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know. Uh, just again, keep toilets simple. Maybe they should have put instructions or told you how to use it or something. Right. Maybe next time they can give you a little rundown. Yeah. They just give you a whole tutorial on how to use the smart toilet. You have to watch a 15-minute video. You might. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same with like setting up an Alexa or you know something like that. Yeah. Amber, when was your smart device not so smart? Well, I swear to you that Cole fights with our Echo uh, screen thing. What is was it called? We have, it's not an Echo Dot, it's like the Echo... Display, maybe? I don't know, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. We have two of them, and he fights with Alexa every single day. Yeah. It's it's so frustrating, he's like, Alexa, what's that song that's like, da-da-da-da-da? And she's like, playing Wait in the Truck by Hardy. He's like, that's not it! <laughs> it! It's frustrating, but the technology is getting better, and it seems like everything's catching up. The smart toilet, not so much. <laughs> Uh, getting some responses on our Facebook page. When was your smart device not so smart? Abel from Bennett Valley here in Santa Rosa said, uh, Today, my Apple Watch was not smart enough to know that I wanted to sleep in today. My 5.45 a.m. alarm went off. <laughs> Sean from Runner Park said, I asked Siri to translate something in Chinese for my neighbor. Well, it didn't translate. I can't even say the slang word. We asked Siri to translate. What Siri said was beyond hilarious, and we laughed for days over that one. Yeah, you got to watch those Google Translates and those Siri yeah. Translate things. It doesn't always work out. Uh, Dominic from Middletown says, When I want to spell something correctly or say something and the phone thinks it knows my sentence I'm trying to say better good morning guys that memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling good morning hi good morning Amber and Tanner in the morning froggy 92.9 I need a book recommendation uh, Cole recently told me that he wants to read a book together so we can have someone to talk to about it and I was like 
Hun, you're still going to talk to me about whatever it is you're reading, <laughs> if I want you to or not. You're like, this time I can actually participate. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be kind of difficult to read something with a partner. You know, I mean, we're he has like such a longer commute than I do. So he listens to books on tape. I I don't know when we're going to be able to keep up with each other. Uh, you know what I mean? You have, I don't know how we're going to keep up with each other. The thing is, is you have to limit him to one chapter a day or whatever, whenever you can read a chapter. And he can't move on to the next chapter until you finish the chapter you guys are talking about. I told him that. I was like, you're going to have to chill, basically. <laughs> that's, that's the equivalent of watching a show together <laughs> and you get home before he does and you've watched all of Wednesday on Netflix without him. <laughs> this sounds like it's coming from experience. <laughs> no, actually, I'm just uh, giving strategy because Cam and I do this sometimes. We'll get a book and uh, she goes to work a way later than I do. Um, so she'll read a chapter of a book in the morning. And then when I come home, I read a chapter of the same, the same chapter of the same book. And then we talk about it. I don't think it's going to work. He's going to smoke. He's going to smoke through this book. Whatever yeah. book we decide to read. And he said he didn't want to read a series because he'll not, he won't be able to stop himself. He'll just start the next book mm. with or without me. So I'm trying to find a book that we can read together. I don't know. I got one for you. Okay, let's hear it. My favorite book that's come out in the past like five years is uh, The Nickel Boys. It's by Colston Whitehead. Uh, and it's basically based on a real story of a reform school in Florida that operated for like over a hundred years. And it's exposed in an investigation. Okay. It's really good. I like investigations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. It's, so it's based on a true story. Yeah. Got it. Okay, I'll, I'll suggest that to him. Uh, but we did get some comments on our Facebook page with book suggestions. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Uh, Debbie from Runner Park said, Small, Small Mercies by Dennis Lahan. Eric from Petaluma said, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Sorry, Hill. There goes my accent. Uh, he said, My wife and I read it before we started our business. And Bianca from Santa Rosa said, Where the Crawdads Sing. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Do you have any exercise equipment that is in the gym graveyard? And here's what I mean. A survey revealed that 68% of people avoid starting an exercise routine in the new year because they are overwhelmed by their own fitness goals. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. I was laying in bed last night and I was like, got a long way to go. Yeah, you know, Amber, I've been thinking the same thing. I was like, you know, Dan from Dan and Shay can drop 50 pounds this year. So can I. But sometimes that's not the best way to go about um, having fitness goals. You know, I also truly believe that Dan Smyers probably has a lot of personal fitness trainers and uh, nutritionists yeah. that he can pay for. Meanwhile, I have one dumbbell and one foam roller in my closet. Perfect. Uh, personally, I've done this countless times. I've, I've bought equipment and gym equipment to work out at home. And the back of my closet is a gym graveyard because I have all that old equipment lying around and it still has the tags on them. I mean, dumbbells, resistant bands, you name them. Oh, man. <laughs> Amber, do you have anything in your gym graveyard? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very much like you, Tanner. I, I have two yoga mats 
in the back of my closet because I was like, I'm gonna really get into yoga. Mm-hmm. And every time I tried to use them, they would like slip. I don't know if I wasn't on the right surface or what, but I can never, ever, ever use yoga mats. No matter where I am, I just go bare on the floor. Yeah, it's kind of gross. You got to do what you got to do. I've got the two yoga mats sitting back in my closet. I, I, ha- I have not done any yoga. And also, either, when so. you don't use a yoga mat, you can see how dirty your floor is. <laughs> You make a very valid point. Thank you. If you don't wear socks in my house, you can see how dirty my floor is, too. So that's not good. Uh, Amy from Windsor, what do you have in your gym graveyard? Oh, we have one of those, like, um, pedal bikes that you sit in your your chair and pedal that we never use. (laughs) It's sitting on a TV tray over in the corner under a lamp. Just a piece of furniture right now. Morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Is it possible for a man and a woman to just be friends? Or will almost always someone catch some feelings? So, George Clooney and Julie Roberts, they have a new movie out. It's called Ticket to Paradise. It opens in select theaters tonight and worldwide tomorrow. A lot of people are pretty excited to see George and Julie on screen together once again. Uh, (laughs) But the two are best friends in this movie, even though they're married to other people. Uh, So, Tanner, in reality, not in the movies. Have you found it possible for men and women to be friends, like lifelong friends, without ever catching feelings? Absolutely. And I think you and I, Amber, are the results of that. You and I are good friends. You know, not only do we work together, but we're good friends outside the show. And a lot of people, when we started Amber and Tanner in the morning, were like, wait, you guys aren't a couple? We're like, no, (laughs) we're just friends. We we view each other as siblings. (laughs) And I have a lot of friends that are girls that there is no relationship attached to it or any feelings like that attached to it. That is a great point. Um, I think that for me um, you and I are a testament to that and many people that I've worked with over the years I've been able to you know foster a friendship and a working relationship with but guys I've been friends with always catch feelings yeah (laughs) yeah and even even guys I'm friends with now they had feelings at some point in my life I think it's natural to some degree because I have had that with friends that are girls too where I thought it was one thing they thought it was another thing and then you just have to have the awkward moment of like whoa bro we're not dating I I know yeah it's tough and it can happen I think it can happen both ways you can be lifelong friends and not have any feelings or maybe catch feelings for your best friend at some yeah. point. <laughs> Which can be very awkward. Uh, so you think it's possible. Absolutely. Almost always. And or... I would encourage it. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we've got Holly from Calistoga on the phone. So Holly, do you think it's possible for men and women to just be friends or no? Yes. I've had a uh, friend for over 22 years. Wow. We started being friends back in... I. I was in ninth grade, uh, tenth grade, and um, we just remained friends. We just we consider each other brother and sister. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy ninety two point nine. Come on, you guys! I'm a devil. Get to work. Traffic has come to a standstill. We carpool. Uh, I'm gonna walk. Have a nice day. 
What is your ideal morning commute? By the way, we just want to say thank you for letting us be a part of your morning commute. Yay! Amber, our boss, Jim and I were talking after the show yesterday, and Amber, you were telling Jim and I that you absolutely love your commute to work right now. Yeah, I live super close. (laughs) (laughs) Like three minutes away. It's awesome. Yeah, since we moved buildings, do you feel like your life has gotten a little bit easier? Sure. Yeah. I I definitely feel that way, and I I feel... Even better because I'm skimpy on gas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was getting gas once a month, and I have a feel like I feel like it's gonna be less than that now. So I'm excited. This is where you and I are polar opposites. <laughs> I love commuting, and I live about six minutes away from our work on Mendocino Avenue right now, and it's driving me absolutely crazy. So much so that Amber, I'm actually thinking about moving to Petaluma just so I can have a morning commute. Thus far. <laughs> you remember Dano lived in Petaluma and yep. came all the way to Froggy? He was late every day. Well, I won't be late. <laughs> I promise you that. The Gatati grade was awful. You heard that all the time. Yeah, but I <laughs> love commuting. I used to commute two hours to work every single day. And I used to spend so much time on the highway just thinking about what I want to do at work, uh, listening to the radio. And honestly, on my way home, I talk to myself and it's my time to kind of decompress to get ready for the day so I don't come home and be a crazy person. So you'd you'd rather commute two hours to work than five minutes. Absolutely. It's a little more expensive. (laughs) But I think it's worth it. I really enjoy it. I'm not going to move to San Francisco or anything like that. I mean, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I love my new commute. I hope I don't have to move anytime soon. (laughs) <laughs> It'll be awful we, we get an email We're actually moving buildings again We're moving to Oakland Oh dang it <laughs> No That wouldn't happen I'd quit uh, Talking about our ideal morning commutes On our Amber and Tanner in the morning Facebook page Here, here, here is what you said Well Pixie from Sebastopol says I normally drive 35 to 40 minutes through the Redwoods, which is amazing, other than uh, the deer jumping in front of your car. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie from Runner Park said, I used to have a five-mile commute. It was awesome. Now I have a 45-mile commute. Only downfall of my job thus far, ideal ideal would be 20 minutes at most. Rich from Santa Rosa says, my ideal morning commute is rolling over to the other side of the bed. (laughs) (laughs) They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. So my question today is, what is going on with pickleball? Have you been seeing this, Tanner? It is everywhere. Pickleball. Um, It has absolutely exploded in popularity. So I saw there was like a three-day pickleball tournament at Finley Community Park this weekend. And the mission of the tournament was to convince decision makers that a large permanent complex for pickleball is necessary for the city of Santa Rosa. I am all for it. (laughs) I love it. So I've never played pickleball. Have you played pickleball? Yeah, we actually had a pickleball tournament in my junior year PE class. And it was between all of the classes. And I won that pickleball tournament. So is it like... A hybrid of tennis and table tennis? Like, what do you use? You use right a, on the money. So you yep. use a paddle and, a, like, a little green ball. What is the green ball like? The green ball, if I remember correctly, it's basically a wiffle ball. Okay, has holes yeah. in it. Uh, um, yeah. And it's a ton of fun. It's honestly tennis for people that are out of shape, and I am all for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to be in shape to play pickleball because the court's so small. What makes it so fun? Like, why is everyone into it right now? I think it's fun because when I tried to play tennis... It's very hard to maneuver the racket, and it takes a long time to perfect that art. Pickleball, anybody could play it, anytime. 
Well, I saw that like Tom Brady is buying a professional pickleball team. You said that Stephen Colbert is doing something with pickleball. Yeah. What, was, what was he doing again? Uh, he's actually launching a show called Pickled. <laughs> so people, uh, a pickle pickleball might be the most popular sport in America right, right now. Right now, yeah. <laughs> Maren Morris was on the cover of Pickleball Magazine. What? It, I, I swear, it's everywhere. And you know, I think that even in the hotel my fiance works in, they're trying to they're going to try to build a pickleball court. I think that's awesome. What, what is going on? Amber, do we have to form a pickleball team and take on Sonoma County? I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know if I can do it. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9.